0: Hello, friends. Welcome again today to another episode of the Pinkleton Pull-Aside podcast, where we like to talk all things life, leadership, lessons therein. And we tend to do that in the worlds and the spaces of sports, of music, of comedy, of books, uh, and the like. And today, we're talking to two of my favorite 19-year-old young men, One is a guy that we have gotten to talk a number of times about podcasting and we both have a strong love and desire for sports. And the other one I could say a number of things about, but I'll keep it simple. He's my son. The second Pinkleton ever to make it on here, Jaden Pinkleton. And both these guys have podcasts and they live in a podcast space a little bit besides taking on classes and extracurriculars and jobs and sports, all that kind of good stuff. So Chase Yance, Jaden pinkleton welcome What's
1: up? Yep. glad to be here
0: awesome so chase are you you're at school right now right you're at earlham college you're at earlham right now right
1: yep i'm here we got a got a basketball game tonight so uh, just trying to get ready uh get ready for the game and uh, get locked into that
0: there you go Jaden. where are you are you at home or are you at uh church no i'm i'm i was
2: editing podcast episodes for the church before okay. i hopped on here
0: okay so Jaden's doing his thing at fellowship where he works and serves over there in a variety of roles so let's do this Chase we'll have you go first on this one Jaden we'll have you go after that so give us kind of what does it feel like at your age you know a lot of times we just do a deep dive into your three minute testimony of Jesus but what does it look like at 19 years old for both you guys to kind of be in a time and a place where you're trying to know the Lord, follow the lord, love the lord and and you you know you're you're removed from high school a little bit in college, working all that kind of thing. What does it look like trying to know who God is and what he's doing in your life and living that out day to day these days? Chase, we'll start with you
1: well, you know my parents' is still uh, still me at a really young age and all that going to church and like not just not just going to church every Sunday but you know being able to you know read the Bible and try to you know do kind acts for others and really know you know know about the testimonies and everything like that and you know once you get to college like you start seeing a lot of different people from a lot of different backgrounds and some people may try to persuade you some people may have some stuff to say overall about like they might have some different beliefs and all that and uh you know you can you can respect them for those beliefs but at the same time you also know your core values and just try to stay strong and true to those
2: Jaden, uh i mean mine's a bit of an easy answer working for a church but uh (laughs) Uh, I'd say the big one for me is realizing that, you know, all eyes are on me at times. Uh, you know, ran into a few of our youth group kids the other day and realized that a lot of people that are younger look up to me in a way that I need to be a good role model for them, not just as a person in general, but, you know, on a spiritual level too. So just tapping more into that.
0: We'll start with you on this one, Jaden, when you see a lot of people in popular culture and church culture i mean you could google and find this anywhere everywhere it's easy for people to say well i'm in the church and now i'm out on my own and i'm 19 years old and i'm gonna walk away what allows you to not walk away what allows you to stay and what does jesus offer you as a young adult that keeps you around
2: uh well the easy word is uh not deconstruct or that's the easy sentence is just not deconstruct i don't know that's a very popular word especially in our. I'll say our generation, it's thrown around like it's nothing. I mean, I guess you guys raised us well enough that we haven't felt the need to go astray or, you know, fortunately, I guess, and that's what college or just friends or whatever teach you, you know, you can see every 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 other type of person, so, you know, not leading astray, knowing what everybody else is like and you're just sticking to what you believe, I guess.
0: Let me play it out this way, Jaden, real quick with you. So I know Chase, he's talking to me a little bit about it. His dad's talking to me a little bit about it. He's in a little bit of a different space right now because a lot of things are going against how he was raised and, and biblical beliefs and trying to really focus on Jesus. He's seeing another side of that not to make that schooling or anything's like evil or whatever but he's seeing a different side of that. You're in a culture Jaden where you're more tied into the church and you work and you get up are you seeing a benefit of being around a lot of people who are spiritual leaders in their own right who you get to do life with day in and day out through the church?
2: Oh, I'd say so, yeah. I mean there's a difference. There's a difference between this and, you know, I since we're talking on a podcast, podcasting, you know, I got I got to be careful especially with uh who listens to our podcast because it's very much not kid friendly but you know it's it's just guests and realizing that not every guest is the same beliefs that i have or ike has so you know it's a different world but i you know having spiritual leaders is always a plus
0: Jane, tell them the name of your podcast again
2: backstage cinema that's the new name it's been that name for a few months so and it
0: used to be called what
2: uh i don't even know something gotham related but we had to branch out so
0: gotham geeks wasn't it
2: I th- that sounds about right it's pretty it's pretty horrible
0: that is hilarious so chase what about you talk about well, how do you stay strong and stay committed to trying to follow god's plan for your life when there's a whole lot of things going against you and in a place that's you know secondary education especially um if it's it's more of a secular school there's going to be more of a liberal stance that kind of goes against what the bible wants to teach you how do you stay strong because i know you've done a great job of that
1: well, again, I talk to my parents a lot every single day, and just have that, you know, good relationship of being like, you know, just kind of talking through maybe some stuff that kind of comes up and seeing some stuff. But like, it's again that strong relationship that I that I have, you know, with the Lord and everything. And I, and you know, from being only an hour away, like there are times when I can come back home on on a, on a weekend or whatever. I still go to church on Sunday to try to, you know, feel cleanliness and. At the same time, just, you know, be in the house of the Lord and and just really not take any of that for granted whatsoever. So, uh, really, that's, you know, that's really how I try to just keep strengthening my, myself in, in that regard.
0: So, maybe it's a sense for Jaden being at a church and everything going on there. He gets to feast a lot and he gets kind of this smorgasbord readily available to him where yours are more bite-sized, appetizer-ish, whatever. So, you just try to take advantage of whatever's there for you.
1: Most definitely. I mean, there's, it, you know, a basketball. We have practice sometimes on on Sundays or you know, stuff on the weekend. So whenever I have an opportunity to come back home and uh, and get a good opportunity, like you said, the appetizing piece, bite size like that, I take advantage of everybody I can take. That's
0: cool. So tell us this, you guys. I want to I want to talk uh, a little bit about you guys. You've, you've referenced parents. You guys are both brothers. You have you have one brother, uh, Chad Junior there. Chase and then Jaden. You've obviously got Ethan, Alex, and Leah. Well, how do you feel about life at this point, in the midst of trying to find your call, trying to find your purpose in life, and being a brother, being a son? Jaden, you reference you seeing more and more that you are a, a a spiritual leader, and that people look at you a certain way. So, what's it like at this stage of life, falling into sonship, being a brother, and having influence there? You do with those folks. We'll start with you, Chase, on this one.
1: Uh, I mean, i would tell you this, like, my brother's been a very influential part of my life and everything, and, you know, just me and him have a very tight relationship overall. It's not like, you know, I mean, obviously, like, like I said, he, he's he been influential, but at the same time, like, we've just become, like, really best of friends over the longest time and everything, and just uh, just knowing, you know, knowing, like, having our relationship together and stuff, and just uh, knowing some of the things that he might, you know, might try to do, I you know, I kind of help him out in some regards. And then, you know, some things that, you know, like some temptations that I may try to do, like he, you know, he really reels me back. And so it's kind of like, you know, a nice give and take between the two of us, but you know, we obviously have the greatest interest in each other like, when it comes to that. So, you know, it's obviously been a big part of my life. That.
0: Very cool. Jaden, what about you with the balance between being a son you know, 19 years old, being a, a an old oldest brother how's that way on you how's that a good thing or a light thing or whatever in this stage of life
2: uh this said it's fairly light you know we're all so busy <laughs> there's some days who knows who's home you know but uh i don't know i mean i i guess not going off 100 percent of what what uh chase just said you know there there are times where you know it's good there are some weeks where i feel like we're all trying to kill each other but that's that's just how it is, I guess. When you know, is that
0: you as a son, or is that you a brother? When you say that,
2: I'm saying I'm saying a brother.
0: <laughs> that's good. You know, Hope, I mean, hopefully, it wasn't
2: as a son. Still in high school, so that's you know, nice. They, you know, they still deal with high school things, and you know, sometimes you just gotta deal with it and listen to what they have to say. I don't know, sonship wise. You know, it's different than it used to be. I mean, you know, apparently you guys are finding stuff out about me all the time that I don't even tell you, but that's just because <laughs> I'm so used to you know <laughs> being everywhere all at once. So. There you go.
0: Um, let me, let's me let jump to, I, I kind of do this a little bit towards the end, but I'm going to jump into this early. I do these five questions called the Rapid Five, and they're kind of quick, heavy hitting. We'll let Jaden answer each of these first, and then we'll get, hit you in here second, uh, Chase. And some of these may not be as relevant as they are to some other people because you guys aren't old enough that some things are kind of old school, so they won't be as much old school for you guys. But, uh, Jaden, what is your favorite childhood snack or cereal? I'll
2: go Cereal. Uh, probably Cinnamon Toast Crunch.
0: That's a great answer. I do love some Cinnamon Toast Crunch. Chase, what's your favorite childhood snack or cereal?
1: Snack, I'd say the Oatmeal Cream Pies, uh, the Little Debbie's, and the cereal, I'd say, I mean, Reese's Puffs, the greatest uh, 30-second rap song of all time.
0: (laughs) You know what's funny? I haven't had an Oatmeal Cream Pie in a long time, but when I was a kid, we went through a stretch of several, several years where I bet I was pounding at least one of those a day. I mean, I probably got, (laughs) in this belly of mine... Uh, now, granted, some of it's gone now, but I bet I've spent, I bet I've got a thousand oatmeal cream pies I've eaten over the years easily.
1: Man, they got some double-decker oatmeal cream pies and like vending machines at school. And it's just like so tempting to not eat them because it's going to be obviously double-decker and stealthy like that, you know?
0: <laughs> so Chase, I've, I've in the past bought two pair of Hey Dude shoes for past podcast guests for a variety of reasons. Uh, I've mm-hmm. never asked anybody to do anything for me, but if you want to bring me a double oatmeal cream pie as a little blessing to me. I would take that and eat that in a heartbeat. So for what that's, worth. I got you. I definitely, I, I
1: got you. For real. I do. It's right over a nice little walk across campus. I'll be cool.
0: That is, I didn't even know there was such a thing. That is hilarious. Uh, so what is the book? And I know you guys may not be at a stage of life where you're wanting to read a whole lot. And hopefully it's not a textbook, but if you had a book that you've read that you most could give to other people, what would it be?
1: Well, I think you might've hit him with the old school right there. So, but I'll tell you this, I mean, like there's a book that I like to read back in the day called like this book series called game changers. And it, it was like, you know, from like, I think it was by Mike, uh, Mike, Mike Lupica. So I think uh, they have like a football series, basketball series, and a baseball series. And uh, just trying to feel like, you know, trying to see uh, uh, how to, how to win in many different ways. Uh, you know, even at a younger stage or younger level and stuff like that, that, that book really did uh, hit home for me. So I'd give them one of those books for sure.
0: You know, it's funny. So I was a big Mike Lupica Cafe, I mean, he still is in the world. It's not like he's dead, but he, uh, he, he used to be on the sports reporters all the time, wrote for the New York daily news. I met him at the green a number of years ago. Cause I asked him at this book signing two different questions and he, you could tell he he's commented about me. I love those questions. Like I'd done my homework, but I'd forgotten how many kids books he wrote. Cause I went to the, they had a special section with Mike Lupica books. And I'm like, holy cow, this dude wrote a bunch of books for kids. Mm-hmm. So Jaden, what's your yeah, answer to that cool. question about books?
2: Well, I don't really read, <laughs> but the, Two books that I probably have given the most, and again, when I mean most, I mean like maybe three copies, maximum, let's say, Uh, is either Return of the King, Lord of the Rings, or, uh, I don't know, recent years I gave a lot of Dune books out, so I would, something Lord of the Rings related, we'll say.
0: You know, I just read today, totally unrelated to this, I didn't know Lord of the Rings has sold like, what, 300 million copies I
2: like that, yeah.
0: That's ridiculous. I had no idea it sold mm-hmm. that many copies. So, Jaden, we'll stay with you. We'll let Chase have to go off of your wave on this one. So, if your family is on vacation, which is this, this story I tell because it's about our family, and you know someone's got to stop and go to the bathroom about five or ten minutes sooner than you think, and at least for me, I'm like, there's no way I'm stopping again. If we're getting off an exit to go hit the bathroom, we're going to stop and eat as well. So, if you see these three places – and I think, Jaden, you've had the chance maybe to have this. You saw McDonald's on a sign, Chick-fil-A, or In-N-Out Chick-fil-A. Burger. Where would you want to go? Chick-fil-A. Now, Jaden, when you went to Phoenix, did you get In-N-Out Burger? Oh, heck no. I don't care about In-N-Out at all. Well, you
2: haven't had it. Ha- I don't need to have it. You no, know, <laughs> it's not that good.
0: Oh, oh, um, man. You better go get our friend at, your ch- at church there, Greg Nurger, and see what he has to say about that.
2: He probably don't care either i don't know we'll see
0: well maybe text him and tell him he needs to come in and make a surprise appearance in the pickleton poolside podcast and answer that chase where are you go have you have you had the chance to ever have in and out burger or hear about it or
1: yeah I, I had it out uh when i was in las vegas actually but i i'd, I'd agree with jay chick-fil-a in a heartbeat
0: really did you have a bad experience at in and out or did you like it or what
1: no, I, I liked it. It wasn't bad. I just uh, Chick Fil A just has my heart, and I actually got Chick Fil A last night on uh, on the way home. So you know, just uh, uh, still still really resonates in my heart wow. and in my stomach.
0: Recently. So what's so, your <laughs> <laughs> what's uh, what's your go to there at Chick Fil A, Chase?
1: I mean, I you know I'm a big guy, so I kind of load up a little bit. I'll get a you know the spiced chicken sandwich uh, with uh, with some fries, and then I'll get a 12 count of nuggets because they're not good, the
0: bomb wow jane Jane, what's your go-to a chick-fil-a i think it's original chicken sandwich isn't it every time and every time waffle fries and what else
2: nope just chicken sandwich two of them two or three
0: see chase how can Thad's in the room
2: right now and he doesn't agree he hates chick-fil-a
0: here's the thing i don't understand chase if if how can you consider chick-fil-a the answer there if you don't even get the waffle fries
1: I mean, everyone Call has their, out. you know, everyone has their own taste and stuff like that. Just glad that me and Jayden have the same type of taste overall. I mean, two or three sandwiches, you can just scarf those down, in, in, a, in a minute
0: though. But, <laughs> but yeah, they still hit the same. They don't have any Chick Fil A's in Richmond, do they?
1: They don't. The closest one I believe is it's like Huber Heights or yeah. like uh, down there in Hamilton. So
0: or Indy somewhere, I mean, yeah. Huh. Or in Indianapolis, heading towards Indianapolis, maybe.
1: Yeah, that's true. It's you the that can... the right way, but yes, you're not, not even good. close. Yeah, there's none close to you. Mm-hmm.
0: Okay, so Chase, because Jaden's the movie guy, we'll let him go second on this one. What's the movie that every time you were to stumble across this movie, it pulls you in every time, Chase?
1: Man, I'll tell you this: I'm not a I'm not a movie critic, or you know, I don't do movie podcasts either, which I I love, I love, I love your podcast, Jaden. But man, I, I I'm really a big Pixar fan, and I would say, you know, I would say that like. Finding Nemo or really The Incredibles, so that that pulls me in I, I, every single time. The Incredibles comes on, it's you know great classic cartoon film, uh, animated animated feature. I mean, I, I gotta watch it every time. I gotta sit down and watch and get some popcorn and, and watch The Incredibles.
0: Now, Jaden, I know when I ask you, as as Chase alluded to, you this is your world. You podcast about movies, and sometimes when I ask questions like this to people who have a vast array of things here, they'll give me like twelve answers. So, we need your one answer. What one movie pulls you in every time?
2: Well, we also, okay, I'm going to give you two. <laughs> just because <laughs> I knew you could do it. Yeah, well, we, we, we just did our Pixar episode and I said Finding Nemo was the best. So, I appreciate that. Uh, but the best, uh, that's tough. I will say La La Land is maybe the, the one. I'm not saying it's the best, but it could be the one that pulls me in every time.
0: Wow. I can't believe it's not some Marvel. Heck no. Wow. Or, or uh, no. DC or something like that. That's a little crazy. Uh, okay. I guess I better move on. I'm not going to get stuck in that mode. Oh, here we go. This is the <laughs> one. This is the most important question, especially at you guys' young age. So who's your yeah. first celebrity crush? Chase, we'll let you go first on this one.
1: All right. So I'd say my, so, you know, my first celebrity crush, I would say, was probably Peyton List. I mean, i just say like, I was about seven or eight years old. But I even give who my celebrity crush is now. It's Olivia Dunn, the <laughs> gymnast from LSU, without a doubt. But yeah, <laughs> I mean, Pey- Peyton List was the first one, still on the blonde train. So, you know, th- there's some common similarities there when it, you know, when it comes to-, to my interest. So uh, Peyton List the first, Olivia uh, Dunn right now.
0: Wow. I'm feeling really old because I'm like, I have to think really hard. I feel like I know who Olivia is, but it's not coming to me. Jaden, who's your answer to that question?
2: Uh, it's easy. If you said current, I'll say current too. Original, Scarlett Johansson. Uh, current. I don't know. Probably Zendaya. I'll keep it at that. Nothing wrong like
0: with that. <laughs> I love how agreeable you guys are to each other's answers here. So, all right. Here's a question. I po- it works. There you go. Yeah, for real. <laughs> <laughs> let's uh, let's go with this. So you guys have both been how many? How many? Uh, now your format chase has taken on a couple different uh, vehicles there. So how many podcasts have you done roughly? Together, if you total them up,
1: uh, I've totaled them up. I think we've we hit about seventy five podcasts over the uh, over the last year and a half. Or so there were some times where we took some breaks, especially after the the draining Super Bowl loss last year for my Bengals. Um, so it took a little bit of time off of there, but
0: about seventy five. Okay, and Jaden, if I'm right, you have thirty eight. Is that right?
2: Thirty eight official episodes, like ten. Secondary, and then we've we've got on. I don't know, maybe forty three, forty four. Okay. okay. Well, give us something give like it, that.
0: Give us like the one minute version, Jaden, of what you guys are trying to do in your podcast. What's give a compelling reason why people should check you guys out on an Apple.
2: Well, it's shifted. Our original vision, long story short, was we uh, let's just use this as a way to hang out and talk about movies. But it, it's shifted to let's get people on who know you know specific things. And let's, you know, get some input, get some feedback. Obviously it's, it's different from Chase's and as ours is more of a, I don't know, a respectable argument with a little bit of humor in it. But our purpose, I guess, or our, our goal is to uh, how can we build relationships while talking about movies with people who understand, or, you know, who know the particular subject. We don't want anybody on there just, you know, talking about something they don't know about. So. Mm-hmm.
0: All right, Chase, how would you answer that question? I
2: mean,
1: the three of us that are on my show. So I got myself, uh, Brady King, great co-host, and then Matt Ricketts, who uh, who has uh, you know been on for a a great amount of time, but less than a year or so. But he's he's been a great addition to our show. I mean, we're on there talking a lot of you know talking a lot of Ohio State football, college football in general, NFL. We're basically just you know having some you know some debates, a lot of conversational stuff, and, and breaking down statistics, going by the numbers. And uh, just pulling up the analytics and uh, really seeing, you know, like why we think, you know, why we think this team's a better team. Why we, you know, like just, just in general, like we're just, uh, just breaking down a lot of things and uh, and seeing what other people think about it. But, you know, we don't want anybody to just pop in and all that stuff, but, but yeah, just uh, you know, just the, the classic sports show right there.
0: And Chase, yours has kind of evolved too, because you've kind of gone back and forth between maybe a couple of you, maybe just—I mean, you—you—it's kind of evolved with the number of people. And then you've had a guy I noticed the other day who's from the Cleveland area. He does something up there—is it Cleveland in general, or the Browns, or the Cavs, or something? And he's been on your podcast a decent bit lately, right? Well, he was on the
1: podcast. uh, You know, I think so. We've done like a lot of YouTube episodes. And then there's some episodes that we released on Apple Podcasts, some of the uh, the higher level episodes and stuff like that. So he um so he was on for a bit. He had to kind of step away, uh you know, to like focus on some other stuff, uh, focus on a lot of co- uh, collegiate athletics there. So uh, we ended up adding Matt, and he's been recently on uh, a whole lot since then. So, uh, but yeah, like he you know he was obviously a good part of the show at the time. We just kind of you know everybody just kind of shifted into uh, different parts and then add Matt, mat and we've been rolling ever since
0: yeah so let me ask you guys this i know just like with anything else in life whether it's you know a church service something at work uh people you're friends with anything you're involved in we're looking for like these great unexpected moments where something's better than you even thought it would be something really crazy or funny happens each of you give me like one or two either a great moment or a really funny moment something that happened in the midst of a podcast that was unexpected Jaden.
2: I got a few. Uh, The most frustrating one, when we started out, we only had one mic, and we'd have guests on, so obviously we had some technical issues, but we did one with a friend of ours named Ben, like two in the morning, and we got an hour and a half into the episode and then realized that our mic was unplugged, so that was frustrating, uh, unexpected. The episode that we ended up releasing still was just as good, so it's not like we really lost much, but... I guess the other one, and it happens more regularly than not, is one of us haven't, you know, one of us say or mention a name of somebody and it turns out that they know the exact same person. It's just coincidence, stuff like that.
0: Okay. It's funny. I love Chase's reaction, by the way, when you told the hour and a half thing at 2 o'clock in the morning. I'm sure he's oh, thinking sleep, oh. redoing it, all that kind of stuff. He had a he had a fun looking like that would be really frustrating deal. Chase, what about you? Because one of the things neat about yours, Chase, I've been really impressed with how you've gotten like Noah Eagle on there and Ian Eagle and Steve Weiss. I mean, you've, you've gotten some people that have responded. And uh, Jason Romano, how can I forget him? We made the Jason Romano yeah. connection. So what uh, what's been something fun, unexpected? or just a moment you said that, that was really cool or or like Jaden, maybe it was a little bit of vulnerable like uh-oh that that went wrong
1: yeah definitely like there's there's sometimes where maybe sometimes with our our freedom of speech we take that a little too far <laughs> sometimes and you know especially i'm not throwing my guy mad under the bus but some you never know what he's going to say you never know what's going to come out of his mouth and just a phrase he might say something you know just the an ad lib or anything like that just uh you know it, it'll always catch you off guard. But um and even, you know, like you said, Jeff with some of the guests we've had on the show, like we've been having conversation and you just get, you know, maybe a notification on your phone that you're like, oh, like I'm, you know, I want to call on the show and stuff like that, or we're like down to get it uh, get going. And it kind of like kind of like, oh, I'm still on a show right now. Like I gotta gotta focus over this right now and worry about that once we're done with this. So uh, that you know, I was unexpected but pretty exciting overall. Uh, so I mean, there's there's definitely a lot of unexpected moments on the show, but at the same time, like there's going to be a lot more. Back-over.
0: Chase, I love the comment about I'm not, I don't want to throw Matt under the bus, but sh- there he goes, he's under. <laughs> wait, way to toss him under the bus there, Chase. I'll defend you if I, once we meet Matt. Sorry about that. Um, <laughs> so who's a dream guest? You guys definitely, Sports World movie world you're passionate about what you're passionate about chase you've gotten some people Jaden, it's been more networking like the dayton film festival friends of yours whatever you can get any guest or maybe let, let me give you you know if you want to do multiple you can go anywhere from one to four give me one to four guests you'd love to have on your podcast chase you're up first
1: all right um, so obviously, like so my, for myself, I want to get in the broadcast world. And that, you know, it comes with a lot of people that I've had on the show, like, you know, like both the Eagles, Josh Apple, or, uh, Jason Romano, Steve Weich. But if I had if I had to give you a couple, like I give you two broadcasts, all right. I want I would like Jim Nance on the show, you know, just the classic hello friends. Just this that's perfect, right And then what you know, his smooth silk voice, and then Chris Collinsworth. Now here's a guy. That, that that's a guy I want on my show. But um, but Chris Kyle's obviously the analytics of him on NBC, pro football focus, just uh before I wasn't really a huge fan of his, but it's just he's kind of grown on me over time. And then obviously, I I want my quarterback Joe Burrow on the show. I, I mean, was say if you don't that, that dude in general, I there's just someone diff- There's something different about that cat that just you know, he's a great quarterback. All the numbers back. that You can even see uh, hear me talk about that on the show, but you know, I'm, I'll save that for another time. But I would just, I would love to have him on the show and have a very interesting conversation with him.
0: He ain't getting the title Joe Cool for nothing. Not for you, sure. Joe so- Cool, Joe.
1: Bro. I mean, whatever. <laughs> I can't do the you know the, role in the art and stuff like that. You it's know, it's so funny.
0: I was just talking to, I was just talking to someone yesterday about Collinsworth. I forgot how he came up, but we were talking about the first time you see Jack Collinsworth. If you didn't if you didn't look at him you'd say that's Chris Collinsworth his son and then when you look at him you're like that's Chris Collinsworth's son I mean he is like yeah. his dad you, to the team you look
1: you look at them and then when you hear them like if you if you, the camera's not on and stuff like that it's unbelievable if they caught a game together and uh, you couldn't tell it'd be the same person talking as 100 percent.
0: Like. Jack Collinsworth does a nice job I'm really impressed yeah. for him is he is he even 30 he might be in his 20. I don't think he is like
1: probably like late 20s. Or 20s.
0: yeah Jane, what about you? I'm sure you got a long laundry list here, so give us a few of your ideal, perfect yeah. candidates to be on your podcast.
2: Well, I'll speak for myself because I know that Ike and I have different opinions. The, the only universal opinion, we'd love to have George Clooney on our podcast, and that's like a running joke, so that one's sort of serious. It'd be great. Uh, besides him, um, oh, that's a hard one, honestly. We, we just talked about this the other day, though. I would like to have Matthew McConaughey on the podcast. I just really like him. I'd really like to have Samuel L. Jackson, but that would probably never be allowed to air just because he'd, he'd say some stuff. <laughs> um, but because I came into sports and I am, I have a few people that I would like. I would really like to interview just because I think he's such a fascinating person. And one that I truly hate, depending on who what week we're playing him, uh, would be Patrick Mahomes. <laughs> I feel like he there's a lot of interesting conversation that could be had there. And then this don't even have to be movies, but I don't know who would not want to interview Tom Brady. Oh.
0: Well, he's known that, he, that so he had a 60 Minutes interview years ago. That I, I know I've used it when I've preached. A lot of people have used that yeah. particular interview from 60 Minutes where he talked about still looking for all this satisfaction that he hasn't found. And you're like, this is Tom Brady. If he doesn't give you a reason to want to follow Jesus based on that interview, I don't know who does. Jaden, by the way, so I looked it up, Green Lights, has sixty thousand five hundred reviews. We're talking about books earlier. You need to get green lights and be one of the people to review McConaughey's book because that book's been otherworldly and how well it's sold and done well and gotten rave reviews. Something like that, I guess. Yeah. I,
2: I will say though, I would like I, I would also like to interview Chase's quarterback just because if I interviewed my quarterback, you know, I'd probably be taken offline. So <laughs> believe will leave it at <or> that.
0: <laughs>
2: Which one that. for the Browns are we talking um,
0: about? That could be anybody for the Browns right? Oh gosh. Not number four. <laughs> All right. Let me ask you guys this question, something more of a teachability learning thing. So what have you learned since you've been doing podcasting? Cause you guys have done it obviously for a while, both of you. What have you learned either about listening or not talking too much or just asking great questions? What's been the biggest learning point while you've been doing podcasts? Chase, we'll start with you.
1: Something I've learned. I mean, from what I've you know, gotten from some of, you know, some of the, the great people I've had on my show is like, just, you know, when you ask the or you just kind of let, let the conversation go, you know, like I try to, you know, I, there's sometimes where I've had like a bulky script at times, but then with some of those guys, it's just like, you know, I'll have a very short and like, very, like really, really broad script. And then it'll just like go completely off the map. And that's where the best conversation with some of those guys has come from. So just really that. And then, I will say it is hard not to, uh, you know, really interject all the time and stuff. And, you know, let, let my guys talk, let Brady and Matt talk. They got, you know, great insights and analysis and all that stuff, but just, you know, I try to absorb that while, you know, listening to them, looking at them talk uh, overall. And uh, it's, it's been
2: tough, but it also, at the same time, it also makes me more knowledgeable. That's Mm -hmm. what I'll say from that.
0: Very good. Jane. what about you? What have you learned?
2: I would say the same thing about the uh, script. We used to have bulky scripts, and then we don't, we typically don't do any scripts. We maybe write like two or three questions down, but we just let it become natural. And we've gotten a lot more entertaining over the past few months, which that's for sure. And that's because it's more natural. Um, I guess the other one too is the big one is try not to interject. Some of our earlier episodes, it's just everybody's talking over each other. So Ike and I've worked on a good balance of, you know, we try our best not to talk over each other. And we still do, everybody does, but yeah, you know, if you listen to like episode one or two compared to now, it's a lot more, you know, conversation based and not just let's all say yeah, something courage. at the same time.
0: Yeah, that's good. I think that's the beauty of podcast, and I would encourage both of you to think about that as I think what do I learn when I'm talking to people like this that I can take and apply to my own life and, and use dealing with people, you know, not that I'm interviewing them, but you know, to learn to listen better, not talk over all this kind of thing. It's fun. I, I remember that lunch we had that time at Cohatch, Chase. We talked about a lot of these type of things. So let me move on and I'm going to ask these questions one at a time. So uh this is my feels questions. I love to ask these. And I think from a couple young guys like you guys, these would be good. What makes you joyful these days? Jaden? we'll start with you. What gives you joy?
2: Brown's winning a game.
0: <laughs> well, Chase, he doesn't have a lot of joy right now. So Chase, what, <laughs> give, what gives you joy these days?
1: I don't want to copy off of him, but when the Bengals win the game. I mean, I was in Pittsburgh on Sunday, cold, freezing, you know what, off. But, I mean, it, it was it was worth it, though. But, yeah, I'd say Bengals win the game. So.
0: Your dad is working it somehow. He's getting some great hookups on these Bengal tickets, isn't
1: he? <laughs> I'll tell you, that travel though. He didn't have to drive one time, though. Me and my brother took care of that, so oh. he was just – Trying to live first class as best as possible in the backseat.
0: Good job, Chad Senior. That's great. So Chase, we'll, we'll start this with you. What makes you sad these days? Uh
1: when the Bengals lose. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Just the uh, uh, that cold, cold, rainy days make me sad. Okay, mm. it sounds it's kind of, kind of weird, but like I don't know. You just uh, it's kind of like I don't want the weather to depict my mood, but that right there
2: does. Yeah. So.
0: Yeah. That makes sense. Jaden, what about you? What makes you sad these days?
2: The Browns winning. No, I'm kidding. Uh <laughs> the realistic answer is probably realizing on my off days, realizing the work is the next day. It's pretty, pretty depressing. Yeah.
0: Well, if if Thad's right there or Greg's close by or whoever, you don't want to be talking about that in the world of church, do you?
2: I'm talking I'm talking my other job. Oh, your I mean job. it's that way with any job, but it doesn't
0: matter. <laughs> I guess we better keep the name of that company out of there on that one. So Jaden, <laughs> yeah. we'll start with you on this one. What makes you angry these days?
2: I mean, I can say the Browns winning or losing for all answers, but a more serious but not serious answer, the thing that makes me most angry, and Chase may, probably can relate, and this happened to me the other day, uh, fantasy football. Not that you will know, but I will say this anyway. I benched Tony Pollard and Jamal Williams, and both Yikes. of them got 30-plus points. Yikes. I won by 100, but it's frustrating on Sundays when <laughs> no, things um, don't go your way.
0: You guys' answers are staying right in the same f- – Feel, sphere of uh, influence, right here, Chase. What about you? What makes you angry these days,
1: man? That's a good answer to fancy football, right there. Not this week. Got a couple of dubs, but I'll tell you this: I, I'd say when uh, people, you know, when I have like some people that don't, you know, like they're wishy washy. I don't know when, like wishy washy. Like I do it myself sometimes, but just in general, like when people are like really, really wishy washy and like wait till the last minute to to decide on something that just kind of like makes me boil, but you hmm. know, I, mean, I I do it sometimes. Too. I can like, relate
0: to that. that. I catch you there. Chase, we'll stay with you on this one. What makes you laugh? How, what makes you laugh really hard these days?
1: Uh Something out of pocket, a teammate or a friend says, definitely my, my teammates are a very funny bunch of guys. Uh So, I mean, any, anything can be said, anything can pop off. So, I mean, I'm, I'm always on my toes ready for a laugh anytime, especially with my friends back home
2: uh, as well. So, I mean, I'm, I'm always laughing.
0: Jane, what's giving you a good hearty bit of laughter these days? What makes you laugh?
2: I will say, and this is going back to what Chase said a few minutes ago, I would say friends as well, especially on the podcast. I don't know how you do it, Chase, but uh, typically we shoot three days in advance, and then that gives me time to edit. I have probably edited hours of things that will get people like, probably in some serious trouble so i enjoy not knowing what people are going to say and if it's bad then obviously i'm going to i'm going to get rid of it because we're not trying to have a bad name so
0: (laughs) there you go all right Um, guys last i'm going to ask you a quick question give me a quick like 30 second answer to this what do you wish people older generations other generations what do you wish they knew about you guys generationally what's what's something people should say man this is what's really good about gen zers your place in life, how you look at the world, looking at life through your lens? What do people need to know about you guys? Jaden?
2: Well, first off, we're pretty dumb. That's for sure. Come on now. (laughs) Humor-wise. Yeah. (laughs) If you saw what we thought was all funny, you wouldn't find it funny. But uh, actually, I guess there's a lot of – well, this can can be good or bad, but I feel like that there are a lot of leaders and a lot of people who, you know, are very much trying to be leaders in a certain field or – something that I have a passion for. But obviously, with the good, that comes the bad. But there's a lot of influence, I think, and a lot of, you know, influencers, as we call them. So
0: So leaning into the influence that people your generation have?
2: I think that there can be a good thing out of it. But, you know, with every step forward, there could also be a step backward. So, you know, I, I can see where people, you know, older people especially, don't love the fact that we have as much influence as we do. But it could be a beautiful thing. We'll see.
0: Could it also be a case of uh, giving you guys the freedom to make mistakes too?
2: Oh, yeah. I mean, there has to be mistakes made to have anything accomplished in life. So. Yep,
0: yep. Chase, what about you? What 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 do you wish or want uh, older generations or other people to know about Gen Zers to help them understand and buy into you guys have something to offer?
1: I definitely agree with, uh, with Jaden's answer on this. And I'll say from, you know, from us, like technology has been a big part. I mean, it's been the part of our lives. And I'd say that having connections with people that we never would have even expected that we could have connections with. I mean, like social media in general. Social media definitely can be used for a lot of things, a lot of, you know, some good, a lot of bad. But, you know, just uh, just having those type of connections that you're able to make if, you know, if you're a person that, you know, is, you know, is responsible enough to do that. I, I would say that uh, the connections portion of it uh, with technology. Okay. Is a, a good thing with that.
0: So Chase, if people want to find out more about you personally, basketball, certainly podcast world, where would you encourage people to look you up?
1: I would just say, look up on, uh, on Instagram, Twitter, uh, you know, Instagram handle, Seance 20, uh, always there on that. Uh, you know, Twitter, we've been posting a lot about the podcast on there recently, but, uh, really those two main places are the are the places to go for that there's other other places but but those are the two main that, you know i mostly see that jane
0: how about you
2: well we're available on all streaming platforms so that's a plus but uh easiest way is instagram just search backstage cinepod um i don't encourage everyone to watch our reels but other than that that's the best way to find us wow
0: and on that note we close jaden pinkleton my oldest son pleasure to have you on here chase Yachts. Yeah. always a pleasure i feel like i'm better for knowing you and when we get lunch or whatever we get to do here and there always fun to have you and see where your career is going going and uh definitely two guys uh, people i know and people listening should get to know so have a great day fellas yes
1: sir thanks for having fun
0: like, yeah Thank you for joining us on the Pinkleton Pull Aside podcast. You can reach Jeff at GatheringMiamiValley.org or find us on Facebook at The Gathering of the Miami Valley. Join us again next week for another honest and rich conversation.
2: The Rise FM Podcast Network.